Okay, we're here, Baruch Hashem. Yom Chamishi, Parshas Kedoshim, Achimah's Kedoshim. And I have a beautiful debater from the Kliyoka on Rashi this week. I'm excited about it. I don't know how I missed it in past years. And I'd like to say it all. We're learning with L'Rafu HaShlema, Rafael Chaim Shayashu, B'mabar Kachaya, Uri Etam Anchagit, Eif Mechol Ben Yael, Shlema ben Esther, Rachma Katun Basleya, Yosef Yehuda ben Adasa Peril, Zalmaza ben Rachel, Ufu Shlema Bekar of Mamish. We find in Pasha's Kedoshim many halachas, mitzvahs, asays, lois asays, that seemingly are common sense, quote unquote, or at least in today's day and age would seem so. And it requires a little bit of a review to what the Torah is actually detailing. I often wonder, back in the days of Avram Avinu, Yitzchok Yaakov, of course they kept Kala Kula, but the rest of the world, which was not necessarily familiar with all these principles, all these mitzvahs, if it was so dramatically different, for instance, the Pasuk I'm going to dwell on here, Kedoshim Perikites Pasuk Yedal. The Pasuk says, right by Shani, or Chamishi, it's a joint Pasha. The Pasuk says, Pasuk Yedal, Leisakal al Cheresh, Lefnaiva Leisite Mikshol, Beyerayesim Alekech Ani Hashem. So back in the day, 4,000 years ago, was that not common sense? It's a question I have. But let's focus here on what we're supposed to be learning. So, a Pasuk tells us a deaf person, a cherish, or a blind person, you should not you should not curse a cherish, Mikal, and you should not ensnare, trap, uh, trip a blind person. Don't place a stumbling block before a blind person. And the Pasuk ends off, So let's see how Rashi details here. Let's see, Zuck Rashi. Should not be makal Don't curse a cherish. So Rashi says, I only know literally a cherish, a deaf person. How do I know no person should be cursed? So Gemara over there learns out, you should not curse anybody in your nation, which is the Pasuk by Wanasi and over here. The, so we learn from there that, from that extension of the Pasuk there, that no one in Klaiso can be cursed, should be cursed. And if that's the case over there, where the Pesach says that a person should not be cursed, and we learned it out from them, so why does the Pesach have to say Cherish? So the Torah dashens, just like a deaf person is singular because he's alive, so to anybody who's alive, this excludes a mace who's not alive. So from basically learning out, any live person should not be cursed, but it's not discussing a dead person. As Isaac Rashi. Chuzab speaks out. The Pasuk could have just said over there, by the Nasi, even Nasi Why do you have to say, Tell me, anybody within Klai Yisrael. Zak to Kliyaka. You should not curse a Cherish. Zakta Kliyaka Rashi says, Hu adin l'chaladim. So why does the Pasuk point out Cherish? 
just like a cheresh, like Rashi says. It's miyuchet shbechayim. So the kliyaki is still in all have to give a reasoning why the pasuk doesn't explicitly mean a deaf person. So the kliyaki pshat. He brings a gemara about a kama peheyam a base. If someone accidentally puts out someone else's eye, so you have to evaluate the person, how much he was worth in his given circumstances of life prior to losing an eye, and how much he's worth now that his eye has been put out. Whatever work he's in, whatever environment he's busy with, we evaluate the person prior and after. However, Zakta Gemara over there, if somebody makes somebody else deaf, then you evaluate the man how much he's worth in total. You don't evaluate a prior and after. In other words, how much he's worth to work before he was deaf and now how much he's worth to work afterwards. But you entirely shots him up. You evaluate him in completion. The total value is given to the person who is now made deaf. According to this established fact, we might come to understand and make a mistake and say that a deaf, a deaf, per, a deaf person who can't hear is evaluated as if he's dead. And therefore, since he's evaluated as a dead, you're not responsible if you curse him. You're not going to be chayef. And from this we'll learn out that on cursing a deaf, dead person, you're part of. However, an exception's made. The Pasuk's telling us that the cherish is like a chai in this union of kola. That's why the Pasuk has to explicitly tell me that a deaf person cannot be cursed because he's chashu kameis. Zuck the kliyaka the other way around. And don't say perhaps that the intent of the Pasuk is to be machayev, the one who curses a meis, just as he would be chayev as if he cursed the deaf person who is evaluated like a mace. The others don't learn it in reverse, that just like a cherish chashu kameis yechayev, if you curse, so too a regular mace, you're also chayev. So the Kliyaka, no, because if that's the case, the Pasuk doesn't have to mention at all a cherish. Don't tell me anything about a cherish, and I will understand it from Nasi Ba'amcha Leisaya, from the extra word of Ba'amcha, I would know also a cherish, and there would be no nafkamina between a cherish, a live person, and a dead person. No one's allowed to be cursed. Why would I want to be mechalic and say you could curse a deaf person, you can't curse a dead person? Certainly according to the Torah's literal law, someone curses a mesa's pato. And I would think that a cherish is also incorporated within this Klal of a maze because he's deaf, you give him his full value as a person, and because we evaluate him as if he's nothing left to him and he's no more. Therefore, the Torah tells us don't curse a deaf person, and anybody who's similar to him that's alive, even though he's chash of kameis, like those Araba chashuv and kameisim the Mark discusses in the Durham, on all of them. The Torah is given and it's understood 
Why is it sevi Because a person could actually trick, uh, trick, trick, or uh, trip a blind person. Say, I didn't mean it that way. It was supposed to be Latoya, but it happened, it happened bad. Even though the guy really is lying. He wanted to hurt this blind person, but he could always say, I meant the good thing. Therefore, the Pasuk ends off by saying, you should fear God, who will understand what your cheshben was and your thoughts. Rashi ends off by saying, and anything that's thoughts of a person that the rest of the world doesn't see, doesn't know, by those things that are secret, so to speak, then it says, the Pasuk says, And over here, the Kliyaka just finishes off by saying, it doesn't mean in a physical way that you're placing an obstacle before a blind person, because it says, And this is something that's, It doesn't mean a physical entity that takes place. So if you're B'machshavah trying to trip up somebody who doesn't know better, it's also considered Okay, with that we wrap up. Have a wonderful Shabbos Zai Gazun called to